Welcome everybody to the second episode of my podcast. I am Jack and I'm joined here with some random kid that I found on the street. His name is Gabe. How are you doing today? Mm. <laughs> oh I'm doing God. great. Alright, that's good to hear. <laughs> that's good to hear. Um, so today is Saturday, May 15th, the day I'm recording this. Usually this comes out the exact same day, but I may add editing in the future. And that can take a while, but... Um, what I'm using right now makes it super quick, so it probably won't be that. Uh, let's just jump right into it. So, today, uh, it's about noon, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, and I look outside and I see, like, a bunch of smoke rising from a hill. So, um, for the many of you that don't know, there's a school right next to my house, and then behind that, there's a hill. Right by that hill is a bunch of uh, Little League baseball fire. fields. And today fire. there was a fire. There's a fire. Um, it was... The reaction time was super quick. And they got it out within, like, I'm not even kidding, like, 15 minutes. They had three planes and a helicopter on that. Have you ever had one, like, right by your house before? Uh, Well, one time I was living at my mom's house and there was... Uh, a literal like military there's two black like complete blacked out military helicopters not 30 feet above my house Dear and they literally flew over and landed at the school so i had helicopters really close yeah um we've and had like that happened too and, and like and like the palm trees are like like there's literally water flying out of the pool it was so windy it was like no. crazy it's like they're. It's like the palm trees are about to snap. Sometimes they move that that fast and that yeah. strong of emotion. And um, there's also a hill by my house where hang gliders go, and sometimes they land by the school as well. But the last time we had a helicopter land there that I can remember was when a hang glider got injured. They had to have somebody lift it out by Life Flight, or I don't know if it's Life Flight or Mercy Air. But what they ended up doing was. They had them come down, and that was the only really good way that they can get them out in a, in a good amount of time. That was the safest way they can think of, and it ended up working well. But uh, today, today, they didn't land there. I thought they would, but the fire was so quick, they didn't need to set up a base of operations or anything like that. It was just so isolated that everything around it was... Not there wasn't that high amount of vegetation around it, sir. That so that it would, could have survived long enough for that need, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, I mean, when the helicopters come over your house, your whole house shakes, and you're like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" <laughs> and and it sounds like there's literally like a plane gonna crash in your house. It literally sounds like that. Oh, it's but a fear. Like, when you're seven years old and that happens, it's the scariest thing that can ever happen to you at that yeah. time in your life. Um, but is living in Southern California, wildfires are, like, just another thing. It's like you go outside in the summer and you see freaking a bunch of brown smoke. It's just another day. It's just another day yeah. in your life. I it's mean, like Australians are like, oh, yeah, I live with spiders. Whenever I see a spider here, I'm, like, freaking out and die. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we've had some really bad ones here. I'm, I'm going to say straight up. Like, I think about the worst ones, I wasn't old enough to remember. I wasn't born yet. It was like 03 and 07. We had to evacuate both times. I was only uh, alive for one of them. But, like, we were having a Halloween party. This was the 2003 one. Um, I wasn't alive yet, obviously. But, legit, if you look, if you go on my house computer and you look at the old pictures... It shows that, um, it shows that the fire is literally coming over the hill. I think the hill is about uh, north. It's just I think about mile five miles north, or less, probably less, about five miles north of my house, and um, it was just so eerie. Think about having a party. You have no idea what's going on. You're having a great time. And all of a sudden, you get people knocking at your door that you need to leave immediately. That's that's so eerie. 
Well, that's what happens when you party and there's like people and the cops get noise complaints. And, yeah. And... I mean, like, people are usually pretty chill about parties unless you live in like an old folks neighborhood but like if you're going to have a party for maybe it's until midnight you you probably won't get the cops call on you if it's if it's reasonable enough or you're not like super loud but if it's getting to the point where it's like three in the morning you're still going hard maybe it's five people gotta wake up for work and you're still going you you somewhat maybe might need some interference with law enforcement i mean that's just pretty bad maybe just maybe some <laughs> maybe a little bit like like a little bit and um yeah and when wildfires say back to wildfires uh when there's one that goes through say a forest there's so much more at stake than you realize like the entire forests are wiped out and a lot of life is especially in certain forests all across the world you know you got local bears getting wiped out and uh speaking of bears you would like to share your business idea that you just thought of two seconds ago <laughs> i didn't think about it two seconds ago this it sounds dumb but i like to think about it sometimes Right. So you know how we have those, you know, those, 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 those disgusting extendable back scratchers or those, like, those wooden ones that just don't reach in that one spot? Oh, it's, it's, it's what terrible. A, it's terrible. It's awful. Guess what bears do? What? Guess what? Guess. Um, they scratch their back? They, they are really, they go up the trees. Big long oh. They go up the big trees. And they put their backs in the trees. So what I was thinking... You're going to plant a tree inside everybody's house. No. <laughs> I was thinking that we could get something like... Like a post... Like a scratch material on a wall. And you can just like put your back to the wall and scratch. So that there's not a single spot that you would miss. What do you think it'd be made And there would of? obviously... We would have to improve on it. It wouldn't just be, like, flat. It would have to have, like, curvature, like a tree. Yeah. But, like, if think about it. Like, you could just go up to it and go, like... But wait. And it'd be, like, super, like... It would have a right. wall mount, so... <laughs> think yeah, about so, it, like... Though. Think about this. Do you think that... Since, you know, they're bears... They're obviously different than humans. Do you think that maybe humans won't like it as much as bears or do i think it just depends Depends on what you make it out of i see where you're going though well no bears are exactly like humans in every way yeah that's not misinformation that's just the truth they're canadian americans yep come from all parts of the globe but yeah canada all right (laughs) <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. That, was, that was my idea. Think about it, though. You could have, like... Everybody's different, right? You got... Have all these different types Literal of materials. Wilson. One person wants the, the classic plastic claw with the fingers on it. And another yeah. person wants maybe, like, um, like a brush. Or, like... You know how you put... You have, like, the metal thing you put on your head? It, it's, like, this metal little stick with other metal strongs. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it would be a kitchen thing, but it's actually not. It looks like something that flat earthers. It's just that it was. Yeah, it's just like hat types would wear. Yeah, and what you would do is you would just add the kind of material you want, best suited for you. Have like, add like create a type of doctor. Okay, it's not a mattress. We don't need (laughs) doctors. It's just a back scratcher, dude. But like, think about it. You could over. You could totally overestimate the use of the entire industry that you've just created and then make it that to that point where you could just do anything with it i mean it sounds dumb but realistically that would be something i'd want in every house because yeah every household has to have a back scratcher and there could be some you know like reason behind it you know we could have like our theme is 
beers or something. I don't know. It's going to be the next household TV watch. Yeah, because if you look at Amazon, you just see back scratchers. It's just like bear claw and on a like adjustable stick and you scratch your back and it hurts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that that sounds like a really good idea. You'd have to create your own company on that. And so uh, I heard, so I know that you wanted to talk about, speaking of companies, you wanted to talk about some gaming companies. There are some titans. Now, to you listeners, I don't know if you know about gaming. Gaming has to do with playing games. But there's peripherals that you can put in your gaming stuff. And those people actually make a lot of money. The, I would say, Razer, Logitech, uh, no, Corsair doesn't count. Corsair sucks. HyperX, um, what else? Those are like the three titans. Corsair, I guess, has some respectability. Uh, Elgato. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Here, let me look up... Gaming. Uh... No. Yeah, well, Razer deals a lot of stuff from HyperX and Logitech. Logitech made a mouse, and it sold really well. And Logitech... And Razer literally copied it like same mouse exactly the same same button placement same same everything same nice. exact like body design um and they just put a twist on it they're like oh it's our own switches it's our own sensor it's our own mouse you know it's it has they did this thing where it's they like, customized mm-hmm. so they're able to customize it so it's not an exact um, replica, but like, if you get the black version of the mouse, then it's it's exactly the same. You can't tell the the difference. Um, so yeah, all original. What can I say? I mean, yeah. companies copying each other is is it's something that's way more common and way too normal for people to accept than it should be. I mean. Like, people are just going to go out there, I mean, not necessarily copy it exactly, but ideas are, in in the world of creating inventions and whatnot, sometimes ideas are just made to be taken and used for your own benefit, even if it is not your original idea, you know, you gotta make money off of it. But, like, I mean, Razer makes some really good stuff. Like, oh, Razer just takes other people's ideas and makes them a hundred times better. I know. They know what they're doing. That's almost... You almost want to appreciate that, though. Does that make sense? It's like adding mods to Minecraft. Yeah. It's like it takes it from a okay game to a little bit better. Yeah, but I mean, Logitech is is like a household item in the sense like you're going to have a Logitech mouse for work. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, let's, let's read a couple. So the G305 and the G502, um, both are copied from Razer. And the HyperX made a little microphone. Guess who made a little microphone after that? Razer. Razer, right? Yeah. They made their, they made a mini one. So they're definitely, but they did make their Death Adder, and the Death Adder. I have that well, one actually, right now. Razor, yeah, I have a, a wireless version of it. Razer is actually the uh, first company to make a gaming mouse, like ever. Whoa. What is the? So yeah, they make uh, phones too. You notice that? Yeah, they make phones. I actually bought one of theirs. Really? Yeah. How what was it? The, it sucked. Okay, like, you know how... But the RGB on the back was cool. Back to how, how you said, like, they're going to make... They're going to say a, they have a product, right? And they're mm-hmm. just going to try and make it, you know, a little bit better. 
How does that compare to like an Apple iPhone? Even though I don't think they would copy Apple. I don't think anyone does copy Apple. Well, actually, never mind. I take Windows that back. phones kind of resemble it. Windows phones? Yeah, Windows um, phones somewhat resemble the iPhone X. Uh, I don't think Windows makes phones. I think it depends. Yeah, yeah, Windows does. Oh, you're talking about Google. Yes. Google Pixel. Yeah, like the yeah. Google Pixel 4 is exactly what Oople did. Yeah, the Windows phone. Oh, yeah, I'm so I'm looking at the Windows phone right now. It is... It's a Google phone. It's yeah. Google Pixel. Windows doesn't make phones. Yeah, I think they do. I'm looking at it right now. It's really ugly. Windows phones. The, they don't... Yeah, that's not... They don't... They... I ended up getting my... Uh, or I, I shouldn't say I... My grandma ended up getting a phone that's like... It's I don't know what it is. It's not a. It's like no name. It's like a two hundred dollar phone, and let's just say it's like the least user friendly thing I have seen in a long time. We couldn't even go out, We couldn't even figure out how to answer a phone call on that thing. Like you can't just you can't just like tap the um, green button with the phone to pick it up and the red one to stop. You had to put your finger on the on on over the icon, and then drag your finger up. It's like that makes no sense. And then, the worst part is you're trying to teach um, a seventy year old woman how to use a piece of technology that's even difficult for the most tech savvy of Gen Z. I mean, like, I, I, they need to get rid of that thing. I mean, you, iPhones need to be the most, I think iPhones are probably the most user-friendly piece of technology out there. It's just so easy to use, especially the new ones. You just look at the screen and it unlocks if it's you. Use your thumb, yeah, passcode. It's it's a lot easier. Have and, you seen those um, like flip phones, Like, but they're all screen? Like Samsung made one. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Samsung. Samsung wait made one. I'm waiting for Oopal to make their uh, flip phone. Yeah, I'm looking at these um, all-screen flip phones. I heard a couple years well, ago that flip phones were going to make a comeback because say, of okay. Wait, wait, wait. say Motorola. flip. Say flip. Flip. Say phone. Phone. Let's stand together. Flip phone. Okay. Do you think I was not saying flip phone? <laughs> no, you're saying like flip phone. <laughs> flip phones were so awesome in their day. It's like, dang, look at that thing. It goes in my pocket. I can text. Oh, yeah. Thing. That uh, same... That's why I kind of want to get a flip phone because yeah. I don't want to be on social media all the time. I kind of just want to be on like four things good for you it's like yeah. so you know how verizon made their own flip phones right yeah my grandma the same one that got the 200 hundred dollar phone that nobody else had to use had a verizon phone from 2008 up until a couple of years ago and the reason that she couldn't use it anymore is because verizon literally stopped servicing that phone like after a while you couldn't get an update on it um <laughs> you couldn't use anything there was like one game on that entire thing and i played it it was like some monkey banana game and yeah it was it just brings back memories but i remember getting like you know how before you were you were maybe like eight or younger you weren't trusted with a real phone yet so your parents no. got you like i got a i got a phone in sixth grade dude but like before that, did you have like a, a fake phone? IPad. What about like a fake little phone that doesn't actually work? No, I just had an iPad. I had an old Verizon phone that didn't work at all. It was like it was it was a flip phone, and you could I would flip it open and you couldn't do anything with it, but you would just pretend like you were on a call. So I mean, it worked. 
So, yeah, um, the technology of phones has progressed so far that in the next 10 years, maybe they'll have hologram technology. I never know. Yeah. That'd be pretty I'm, I'm guessing in the next 50. I'm uh, probably in the next hundred years. There's going to be another war, and there's going to be no more human life. Well, it's like um, what Albert Einstein said. He said something. He made a quote. He said, about "Yeah, he said World in War World War Three, they're going to be fighting with nukes and military, no. but in World War Four, they're going to be fighting with sticks and stones." So I didn't want to paraphrase paraphrase the quote, so I looked it up, and it says. I know not what weapons World War Three will be fought, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Right. That, that speaks volumes. Because he's right. the dude that invented the atomic bomb. Right. I mean, he's probably true. He He's probably true. World War Three is going to be terrible. And God knows what they'll be fighting over during World War Four, gotta see what will be left. Holy land. Yeah. I mean, we already have so much land in America. There's no more. There's no more stuff we need to take. Yeah. I think everyone's got their fair share of stuff. I think everybody seems pretty content, unless you're in the Middle East. What does that mean? Um, conquering land happens a lot more there than anywhere else. So, his quote is is probably the most accurate quote I've ever read from a scientist. And that's that speaks a lot because scientists, they go through the data a lot. They, they really know what they're talking about. And just hearing that quote, it's so relatable that it just makes you really think, man, this could be this could be a future. This could this has come sooner than I thought. This could come later when I thought than I thought, but it doesn't matter in that case because no matter what, you're gonna go and you're gonna look at the progression of weapons in today's world, and you're gonna really think to yourself, "This is true," because the way that weapons are developing, the way that they're changing, they're becoming more destructive. They have more capability. It makes it makes this quote be more and more true every single day. I mean, we already kind of went against Russia in the Cold War, but I think, didn't Russia have, like, 50,000 warheads? Um, I, I read that in terms of active warheads, I think it's about 6,000. Yeah, it's around 5,000. So they decreased their uh, warhead count. Yeah, after the Cold War. The world has... Oh, Where did all of it go? 13,000. I don't know. It's a good question. North Korea has about 30 of them. Israel has 90. India has 150. Pakistan has 160. The UK has 215. France has 290. China has 320. And here comes where the the big... Um, the big, big guys. numbers come... The big guys. The United States has... 5,800, and Russia has 6,375, but they're not all active. We have the same amount of active warheads. They just started making a bunch during the end of the Cold War, but they have since, yeah. I wonder, like, where in America are the warheads actually located? I think... Most likely. Are they just scattered out, or is it just in one big glob? That would be terrible, because if they were in one big glob... If they were in one big glob, then, like, Russia could go, like, boop, like, send one there. I think they're all spaced apart. Yeah, I would imagine they're in sub... I wouldn't necessarily say submarines, because I don't know if they would be able to hold one size Oh, no, submarines would be a really bad idea. Bases have them. (laughs) They're military bases. And maybe... farmland in the middle of nowhere could house one i think maybe they keep a lot of them in area 51 or like area places there's something down there you gotta wonder what it is like it's just like plans for stuff 
I don't know. Probably just testing weapons. You know? Yeah, that's what I thought. They're just testing weapons there. Probably. I mean, you know, th there's been people that uh, have worked there that have said that they have aliens there, and then there's the other people that say it's just weapons testing. You gotta wonder who's telling the truth. Who would lie about that? Maybe it's a big base. Maybe you just don't know. You see one app and not the other, you know? You're not on the same project as something that would put you in contact with something like this. So, I mean, are aliens real? I like talking about this a lot. You know? No. No. My last guest completely agrees with you. Doesn't believe in aliens either way. Yeah. I mean... Have you ever seen yeah, anything? I haven't seen them. Have you seen no. anything, though, that you couldn't necessarily explain? Actually, no, 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 no. Wait. No, like, I don't think any of the, any of them have visited here, but I believe that they, like, I wouldn't call them aliens. I just call them, like, other stuff. Because we cannot be the only ones out here. If we are, that sucks. But, like, I, I kind of won't, I won't, I, like, I think that there's other stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, have you ever seen the planets that NASA discovers that look exactly like Earth? Yeah. Yeah, so they could most likely... Isn't that like the Goldilocks? They're, they're called Goldilocks planets, where they're exactly like... They have the same exact temperatures, life stuff, um, as Earth does. Yes. Now, what if we find, like... On Mars, let's say, 50 years ahead, if we send people to Mars to go search around and we actually find, like, different animals and even different um, mammals like us, then what are we going to do? I don't know. Probably kidnap a bunch and run tests. That's all I could imagine would really happen. Go mining. Yeah. Do some human stuff. You know. Some human stuff, you know. I mean, it. the Mars was almost exactly like Earth. Uh, it just lasts, it lost its, um, what you call it? It lost its atmosphere, right. Um, I think it grew too far apart from Earth. So, Probably. there could have been stuff, because there is still ice underneath the surface of Mars. And there still is, like, snow on the north equator. And I think a little bit on the south, southern equator as well. So there has to been stuff. Or stuff still living. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that there's um, ancient civilizations on Mars that are that NASA can't talk about because they're hiding underground? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are just so bad. Like, I heard one, and that's... Um, Australia doesn't exist and it's just a bunch of paid actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they all have British accents. I think... I don't know why. I'll have to research that. Uh, but, uh... I mean, there's a... And have you seen the entire ice? It's like an iceberg. It's like a pyramid full of different conspiracy theories going from the, 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 the very top. It's like... If you know this information, it most likely won't change much about your daily life. And if if you know about it, you most likely won't care too much. And then there's the very, very bottom of the iceberg, which basically is like, um, it's basically like, you know, if you know this information, it can change the way you think about life and things around you. Okay, so think about that. So if you're at the very bottom, the very bottom of the pyramid, there's information that if you learn, can change the way you think about everything. That's a weird thought. What about pyramids? It's like a, it's like the iceberg. It's not a pyramid. It's like an iceberg of information is at the very very top is information that if you knew 
uh, on on the basis of conspiracy theories, and it's like it doesn't matter. It's a very very bottom. It's information that can change your life. Yeah. Do you believe? I guess aliens are just the same type of stuff for ghosts, right? You guys talked a lot about ghosts in the last podcast we had, right? Yeah. So what are? Yeah. So what about ghosts? You believe in ghosts? Um. Not really. No, I don't believe in ghosts. I mean, you gotta think, like, the idea of ghosts is kind of weird. It's like uh, invisible freaking energy is moving stuff, opening doors, closing stuff, going inside of you, possessing you. It's like, and they, they blame old people that die. They're not alive. And they, they they stay here, something stays here, and they're yeah. able to cause a nuisance. It's a right. weird idea. I mean, I've got so. Do, I mean, obviously, when people die, they go to heaven, right? Or in hell. Uh, both places. Can the the ghost can't like. They can't linger here, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the Bible says much about ghosts. Because I, I I should know, I would know, but I don't I've never read anything on that basis. But um I think uh, I, I don't know which religion it is if it is, I think it's the Mormon church or one of them. They believe that there's a place called Purgatory, I'm pretty sure, and it's, like, in between. Or one of the religions believes in Purgatory. It's like, you stay here. Maybe. I mean, the Gulag means you get to come back. Some people (laughs) clutch clutch the Gulag. Jesus clutched. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you go, you die, and then... So you have, like, a heart attack, and your heart starts back up, you just clutch the Gulag. Yeah. All what right. happens to people when they die momentarily and come back? Um, do they experience? Do you think that they would experience encounters with God? Um. Well, I've heard stories that. Uh, I heard a story of my grandma's dad dying, and then the people at the hospital started his heart back up, and then. He saw heaven, and it's, like, the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. So, yes. And then there's people that see nothing but darkness. Which is even... That's scary. scary. Yeah, because it just knocks you out once you die. Yeah. So, getting into the part you are most excited about, childhood stories. You say you've got some good stories about when you were a kid at school, messing around, maybe having fun. Kind of want to hear about that. Right. Sorry, I put chapstick on a spoon and I'm lighting it over a fire right now. So Why? I'm just a little bit. Distra- Why? Oh, because I don't know. Stupid. All right, hop into it. <laughs> Getting the good stuff. Oh, as six in sixth grade, I I blew up a microwave. How? Did you put like? Did you put a bunch of forks in there, a bunch of spoons, and then you hit like a long timer? Uh, actually, very similar. Uh, we put in a fruit. Uh, there's this girl night, and we were messing around with a mi- microwave, and um, we put in a what you call it, like a fruit loop. Not really, eh, kind of like a fruit by the foot, but it was like vegan, and it was disgusting, That's and we gross. didn't like it. Wait, is yeah, it, it like the, is that the one with the kid on the on the front? It's like it's like granola. It didn't have granola, but it was, like, the healthy kind of fruit by the foot. That's gross. It was, like, this gummy, disgusting, like, disgusting. I think I've had one. We, we unwrapped it, we took off the wrapper, and we chucked it in the microwave and set it for ten minutes. I had, we both were, had the idea, and, um, we set it in there for ten minutes, and she hit. So we were like, ooh, and then recess ended, and 
this was like as soon as we hit start, recess ended. So we went over to the line, and I I heard a whole bunch of commotion going on, and I looked back. There was a plume of smoke just barreling out of the microwave, oh my and my gosh. heart sank to my feet. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Oh, I was very scared. And, um... Somebody's getting I was, expelled. Yeah, well, the what happened is... Uh, I was in sixth grade, you can't really get expelled for that. I mean, it is vandalism, but it's... It wasn't bad. You it didn't know what you were real, doing. Yeah, we didn't really... We were just messing around, and it wasn't just me. And, um... Back then in sixth grade, you don't really get like um, suspensions or. I mean, I actually no, I got it in. I got it in school suspension, so that means I didn't have the day off. That just meant I have to be in school for the entire day. You I just sit in the principal's office. Yeah, basically, I was, so, I sat in the principal's office in the most uncomfortable chair in the world, and I sat there and I was the whole day, eight hours. Oh yeah, no, I I got up and stuff, but like, I think for lunch. No, I had to eat lunch in in there as well. So, um, so, if I ever needed to go to the restroom, I had to go to the office. If um, so yeah. But the other girl, I heard from somebody that uh, she went to Costco and she saw her there and she was just crying. She was so upset. She was so mad. Um. Yeah, and we had to pay for it. My and my dad got a notice before he picked me up, and I was like, "Oh no!" The reason why I was so scared because the teacher um, that ran over was like this old, disgusting, gross guy, and he um, was scary to me because he was old. You're scared of old people. Well, this guy wasn't just old like he was just mean so i don't i didn't really like to you know so i just uh um so yeah. let me get this straight the the girl was crying because yeah she got, she got in trouble with her dad so okay but it's like you're not going to jail everything's okay i think a lot of people i mean getting in trouble with school is bad i mean um, it when you when it comes to going to the principal's office and whatnot, people have the notion that it's gonna be just like people get really scared, and it's yeah. Cause they're like, what's going to happen at that point? I didn't know what was gonna happen. So when the teacher asked me who did it, I lied and I got in even more trouble because of it. As my uh, dad still had to pay like forty three bucks, cause we split it. Um, so, it was like 80, like 90 bucks. I bet your heart just dropped. Yeah, I was scared because the, the, the teacher ran over and he was like young and he was like, who did this? Who did this? Oh. And so, and I had a teacher and she was really nice to me and she still is. And afterwards, I felt bad because I lied to her and I, and I just, like, whenever I had a teacher come up to me and, uh, like, it was like a, oh, shoot. It was like one of those moments you're like, I'm going to get into some trouble. Yeah. I didn't want to lie because I'm like, I kind of learned my lesson the hard way that lying is going to get you in even more trouble. Because she didn't get in school suspension because she didn't lie, but I did. Oh. I said it was, I said it was probably some of the high schoolers. And, yeah, I, I got in more trouble. But I, I, I kind of felt bad, and uh, I learned not to lie. How'd you so. end up getting in trouble, though? Did did she snitch? Oh, uh, no, everyone kind of saw us do it, and yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I've accidentally damaged school property before. It wasn't as bad, but um, there was this year since... We're in public school. Uh, you don't have we don't have the same COVID rules as you, so 
we ended up having plexiglass put at our lunch tables at school. And um, uh, I had my lunch pail. And I was just testing the glass. This is the second day I had it. I was like punching it. It didn't break. And then the <laughs> moment I decided to swing my lunch pail at it, the biggest piece ever just absolutely shatters off. It breaks completely off. <laughs> it's, and then everybody that's there looks around and they look at me and they're like, yo, what's going on? You're and like, I didn't do it. <laughs> my face is like, I'm, I have the biggest <laughs> wow face on my... I, I, I mean... My facial expression was almost like... It's hard to explain. It's like you tripped and fell and spilt red wine on the bride's... On the bride at the wedding. At a wedding. Because you know you're in deep shoot and you're like... Oh, I just messed up bad. <laughs> but but here's the worst part. You know how the, every school has the most chill teachers ever, and you know who those are. Yeah. Like, the most chill teacher ever was the first one to yell in the situation. So you know you did something wrong. Then you had this. Yeah. I had the scary aide come over, and he's like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "I didn't mean to do it." I was kind of laughing at the same time, but I was kind of scared. And then. One of the other chill aides says, I have to go to the vice principal's office. And everybody knows the vice principal is always, always, always more scary than the principal. Yeah. So I ended up having to go there, and I just spent lunch detention there. Came home, and my mom knew about it. So, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal, but, I mean... It's, it's It was still pretty bad. I'm not used to getting in that kind of trouble. I'm not used to going, having lunch detention. Sit, I, I couldn't sit with my friends. I had to sit in the principal's office, and then all as all the teachers walked by, they gave me that 100-yard stare. It's like, what did you get yourself into? <laughs> oh, and yeah, also I think it's just the unknowing of what's going to happen to you. Because if you don't, if you know what's going to happen, you're like, okay, it's not that bad. But when you don't know and you're just like, you've never been in this much trouble before, you don't know to like, what to expect. So you don't know if you should be scared or not. You don't know the severity of what happens because every different person can take it every different way. Yeah, that that makes that makes sense. There's some that cry when they get dropped off from school on the first day. There's some yeah. that cry before they come every day. There's those types of kids, and then there's the other types of kids that they know what's going on. They don't necessarily care. And I want to say one thing before I forget. Um, if you a couple minutes ago heard some um, disoriented. Um, noise in terms of or in a sense that uh, you heard maybe words jumbled together or if you heard like uh, sentences that kind of seemed like they were running on or cut off what we had to do was since Anchor only allows to have a 30 minute clip or file each we had to stop recording about uh, 15 minutes ago to start another one so after that the, the transition wasn't as smooth as we wanted it to be so what happened was we ended up having to stop recording and then we ended up having to ha do two attempts for this to work smoothly so just wanted to say something quick about that you were saying uh fun fact did you know our eyes can run at a thousand frames per second that's pretty cool yeah I like that. So I want to tell this story. I don't <laughs> usually tell this story. It's um, about... So I was in first grade. And we had computer lab. I wasn't afraid of my teacher. But I wasn't oh, not afraid of my teacher. Lab. Yeah, computer lab. We played like the worst games ever. We would play like <laughs> math games. Where you had to make the alligator eat the pie. And then that, that taught you fractions. But anyways, what happened was, this was before recess, and 
um, you know, it was a good day. I was having a good day. We were about to, we were playing. I I liked Computer Lab. It was fun. And what happened was I really had to pee. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't ask the teacher to pee because I thought she would yell at me. Even though looking back, she probably would have let me go. It doesn't matter. I wish I would have chosen that route. So keep in mind, I'm six years old. I'm six. So uh, I ended up having to pee so badly. And the moment, the moment I was about to get up, I just couldn't hold it anymore. And I ended up peeing my pants in the computer lab in the plastic chair. And am I going to let anybody find about uh, Am I going to let anybody anybody find out about this no i was on a mission i was a man on a mission i was <laughs> going to make this go unknown so what i did was i started moving around in the seat like moving my butt around i was trying to soak up all of the fluid okay <laughs> every single ounce of it i was trying to soak it up why is that much and detail oh my gosh Talk. i just remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> it's terrible and then um i ended up having to I ended, we ended up getting up like a couple minutes after I had I had soaked up everything and I just sat in my chair, looked straight forward at the screen. I'm not looking anywhere else to the sides, anywhere. I'm not going to show any sign of I just did something wrong because at this point I didn't think anything had happened. So we have to get up and stand in a line before we leave the computer lab. So uh -oh. I made sure I walked right in front of somebody so that they wouldn't necessarily look down at the early test. That was what I was hoping for. I didn't end up getting that because what happened was we had, since this is first grade, there's not really a special needs class. So every, every class had a kid with special needs in their, in their class for, I mean, not permanently, but we had one for that entire year. Okay. Oh. This kid ends up being the one behind me. Um. And then he asks me, why are your shorts wet? And I said, they're not. And I'm lying. Okay. And then he says, yes, they are. I just felt it. And then the teacher, the teacher looks at me. Excuse you? This is, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me at school. <laughs> and then the teacher looks at me and I just say, it's from, I went to the bathroom in the morning. That's the best thing I could think of. And then uh, it's recess. In first grade, I didn't have any friends. Well, I mean, I did, but I played by myself <laughs> sometimes. So I just go outside and I sit on a bench. Oh. I come home, or I, I my mom picks me up and then she asks if I had a bad day. I don't know if my I don't know if the teacher ended up calling her probably, but um, uh, you're like, do you think? But. What happened was, she probably knew, she probably smelt a kid, despite, like, pee. And I ended up going to Walmart after that, and I got um, a Lego box. So that, that's how the day ended up. That's not even my only story. This has happened twice. But just the other one twice? was at school. I was in third grade. I had to pee really bad, and I was coming home from... I was coming home from a volleyball game. My sister was playing at El Cap. And I was eight. So I'm too old at this point. No excuses. You're eight years old. My dad's driving me. And I had to pee so bad that I was, I knew, I, I knew I wasn't going to make it to the house. I was about to get out. I was about to get up, get out at the top of my driveway. And keep in mind, anybody can see. So, um, I ended up, I ended up peeing my pants in the car before I got the chance to get out. Oh. And my dad had to clean it up. Oh. Just I've terrible. never peed myself, but I've came extremely close. So, one time... We had a soccer match, and when you when you're playing a lot, you get really hot and sweaty. So you have to drink a lot of water. So I was drinking a lot, and I was like, "Um, we were done. We had to go home." I'm like, "Oh, 
I have to go pee. I probably should have done that before we left. So then, we were driving home, traffic, the entire way. It was hell for me. <laughs> it was hell. It, I was, like, like, it, I was, like, trying my very hardest to keep myself distracted. And I'm like, I, I can't focus on this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I can't. And as like, I ran to the bathroom before the car even stopped. I like, I had to run. I was like, I gotta go. It was very close. It was just uncomfortable. It hurt. Oh. It was just, I yeah. I, did. I heard that if you scratch the back of your leg, then you're able to, um, you're able to keep yourself from feeling like you need to pee, and it gives you more time to look for a bathroom. That's what I've heard. Scratch the back of your leg? Yeah, you scratch, like, the back of your Like, the thigh part or the calf? Um, you know, in between the calf and the thigh. Joint? Yeah. Yeah. If you you scratch that part. I don't know why. There's a lot of weird... Can you not do it, or what? I can scratch any part of my body. Right, just scratch... That's an arm's length. Yeah, I can scratch. I don't even know why. That's a thing. Okay. But, I mean, yeah, it works. It works, it works, it works. I've tried it. I've tried it. Like, you know, have you ever gone to the Del Mar Fair before? Yeah, I've gone multiple times. Sometimes it's, it's really hard to find a bathroom or anything, really. If you're in the... There's, like, that middle part of the park where it's in between all of the restaurants and um the the roller coaster rides and there's like nothing there so, huh. and sometimes the lines are long pre-covid was a lot of people went down there and now they might not even have it ever again it's a bummer yep all right um i've decided this is a good place to end the podcast we'll end it right here thank you so much uh, awesome. To my guest Gabe for being on this show. Thank you for listening. Um, you can listen to this on five different platforms, and I hope you listen to it on Spotify because that is the easiest place to listen to it. But um, if it is to your convenience, you can listen to it. You can also listen to it on. Well, you can also listen to it on six platforms. And that is Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, of course, Spotify, and Copy RSS. Thank you so much for listening, and McChicken see you later. McChicken Sandwich. Yeah, McChicken Sandwich.